What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The station stuff, and I, I heard someone knocking on my door, and I'm like, what the hell? Went outside, and my neighbor, this is like the fourth time this has happened. I'm starting to think it's happening on purpose, but my neighbor locked herself out, so... So that was fun, getting out there with a screwdriver and a shimmy tool and all kinds of different stuff to try to get in their damn house. Anyways, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying the Fringe FM. Make sure you download the Fringe FM app once we get this thing all ready and uh, prepared the way it's supposed to be. Um, sorry. Sorry about that. And everything will be fine. Uh, there's another thing, too, that I got to tell you guys on Mixcloud. Uh, so the, the radio station is in the cloud. The, the So when a host like myself and I log in, it's just from the browser. So you can log into the studio. Uh, that's That includes the newsroom. So it does this really cool thing. I have to tell you about this. But unfortunately, until I come up with a different solution, the... Uh, the people on video are going to have to deal with this. So if, uh, if the clock starts running out of time or if it starts, the time starts getting off or whatever, based upon the schedule, the music will, what they do, it's called like a shrink and stretch. <clears throat> so you'll hear, if you're on Mixcloud, you'll hear it. You'll hear the music like speed up or slow down or something. And that's all because either we're not, you know, on time with the, you know, the, the shows or, you know, something just didn't get programmed right or all, as far as timing is concerned. And you won't hear it. You won't hear it on, uh, like, if you download the Fringe FM app or the mainstream. But I have a separate output going to Mixcloud. So you'll probably hear them. You might hear the music do a bunch of weird stuff. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. That's except for Friday nights when we do the DJ thing. And that's, or Monday and Friday nights. But I'll figure it all out. So uh, I wanted to talk to you guys tonight. I wanted to do a show about karma, right? And so this is, a, this is something that we can't see, but I think that we really need to start understanding and in a way that doesn't like uh, interfere with um, our ideas of it. Because as soon as you hear that word, you, you think of something negative, like it's completely uh, a negative thing. But first, you got to make sure that you don't have a negative mindset about anything when you turn on this broadcast, first and foremost. Try not to. Try to keep an optimistic point of view about everything. And then uh, we actually have a guy that does a show on Sunday nights where he talks. He's got a bunch of people in India that listen to him. 
or they believe that karma is the only thing, like the only thing that really grows your soul. The only thing that really gets you out of here is conquering your karma. So we're oblivious to this, just like we're oblivious to things that are just right in front of us all the time. I was thinking about this today, like everyday items. I looked this up, actually. I was uh, I actually was drinking a beer. I hadn't had a beer in a while, but I went to the beach. So I just needed to relax for a minute. And I thought, like, what the hell? Like when they made beer tabs, you know, you've probably opened a million cans in your life. <clears throat> Have you really focused on why the tab is the way it is? Like why it has that little hole in it? They could have just made it solid. And I mean, some of them are. You know what that's for? I mean, there's nothing more common on the earth. I'm not trying to bore you to death, but there's nothing more common on the earth than the tab on a soda can, right? You pull it and you open the can, you drink it, and you just forget all about it. <clears throat> but there's something special about it. It's not a trick. That little hole in that tab is so you can put your, so you can spin it around and put your straw through it. Did you know that? That's what it was originally designed for. So your straw doesn't fall out of your can. That's what I, that's what I heard. Now, <clears throat> I looked this up on the internet, and I think it's ridiculous. But it got me looking into things. It got me looking into things like, what the hell is, is there? There's probably all kinds of little things that I don't know why they're there. Like, um, you know, when you're driving a car, I had to look these up. It's amazing how many of them that I don't know, and you're probably going to think I'm an idiot. But do you know when you're driving a car and you look at a fuel gauge and you're driving someone else's car, how do you determine where the gas pump is besides looking in the rear view? It's something we get used to. We just don't know which side the fuel tank's on. You get used to it, but until you're driving, you know, you get used to your car until you're driving someone else's car. The only way to figure that out is looking at, you can look right at the fuel gauge. You guys are probably laughing at me, but I didn't know this. <clears throat> you can look right at the fuel. I was thinking about common sense today. I'm sorry. You're, you're going to look right at the fuel gauge and where underneath the gauge, usually it'll have a little sign of a gas pump, right? And uh, the gas pump will have an arrow one way or the other. And that's where it tells you which side the tank is on. So you don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to look in the rear view mirror. All of these, those little icons will have a thing on the side that tells you which side the pump's on, or the pump is on. So, <laughs> I didn't know that shopping carts had, this is how much I've been missing out on life, y'all. This is like practical stuff that's right in front. I didn't know shopping carts had uh, loops on them to put, to hang bags on. If you run out of space inside your shopping cart, you, if you look on the side, the tops have little loops. Most shopping carts do. So you can hang bags on them. But the biggest one that I'm embarrassed about is the right way to peel a banana. I know, <laughs> I know you guys know what I'm talking about because I don't have, you know, I, I didn't have anything deep or magical to talk about tonight, but I was eating a banana. <clears throat> and um, I was talking about this with somebody too. And the banana has a stem on it. And I've always like ate the banana when pulled the stem back to eat it. But that's really not the right way to eat a banana. You're supposed to do it like a monkey does. A monkey pulls it apart from the other side. And I thought, it's just little stupid stuff in my consciousness. I thought my whole life that I was doing it right. 
my entire life, actually. Until I, it took me until I was like 40 years old, man, to figure that out. 40. There's things we don't know about plungers and juice boxes. I mean, if, if you squeeze a juice box too hard, the stick goes everywhere. But if you're a kid, someone else will clean it up. You ain't got to worry about it, right? Unless you do, if you're the one that has to clean it. And you'd rather your kids didn't make a mess with their, ju their juice boxes. So that's why it's helpful to open up the flaps on the bottom of the, ju box, the juice box. That's what they're for, the flaps. So they have uh, something to give them to hold when they're drinking. Like, I didn't know that either. I was just handed my son a juice box, and then he would spill it everywhere. I can go down a list of all these. That, like, there's a ton of these that I did not know. And I don't think they're, like, designed that way, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm even thinking about this stuff. Did you have you guys? This is a this is a dumb one. The toilet seat covers, right? When you go to a public bathroom, they got those little paper ass gaskets that you're supposed to use. But once you pull them out, what do you do with the handle, right? Some people try to to fit it at the back of the toilet or even uh, rip it off entirely. But you're supposed to leave it out, <laughs> leave the handle around the front, making it easier to flush. See this stuff. Uh, you have to have like some life experience to know these things, I think. I've been behind this damn radio desk for too long or something because I started reading these things. I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know that. Condiment cups. You know what I'm talking about? If you ever went to Wendy's and you got the little condiment cups to put your uh, ketchup in? You guys, really, I know what you're thinking. You're like, what the hell happened to Joe? Why is he talking about this? I didn't prepare for a show. I was helping. I, I've been working on this stuff for the other, for the hosts, for the other people. And then I had to help my neighbor. So get, you have to get used to this for a minute. But so uh, the condiment cups that you get at the fast food place, right? Uh, you might find that the little cups they serve in them are that they're just small. There's not enough room for very much ketchup. You usually have to get two or three, right? But there's a trick to this, if you know. You can flatten the cup before you pour it in, you know, before you pour your ketchup in. That way there's more space for you to use, and it's a wider area, and you don't have to, like, you can even, it, it has room for your nuggets, man. And the, the oven drawers, ladies, I use those oven drawers to store shit. I don't really use them for what they're, you can, you're supposed to put food in them. <laughs> I didn't, and I, I you know, I, I thought, man, I, I used to think I was a pretty smart guy. So even things that I that I used quite a bit, like tape measures and stuff. And we're going to talk about karma. Don't worry. I'm. I just want to get through this. There's little bitty markings on the tape measure. I I used to brag about how fast I could read a tape measure. You know, nineteen nineteen and one eighth, nineteen and three eighths, nineteen and five eighths, one fourth, whatever. I'm good. Cut it. Go. But I would see these like tiny little black diamonds on there. There's tiny markings on a measuring tape. I thought, what the hell are those things for? But those are stud finders. They help you mark the center point between two studs. Come on now. <laughs> it's fun, right? Like aluminum, like see, oh, all right, here's another one. Aluminum foil boxes. They got little cutouts on that I never use on the side. 
and we ignore this because we got used to it. And then there, there's, we just miss all the details. There's useful little tricks that are hidden in plain sight because we just don't look. So if you look on the helpful, on such helpful details of a box, they have, they even have an arrow pointing towards it. Like here's the dots on the side, not the front. So on the side of the box, you'll find a little tab that you can push in. It's simple enough, but it holds the roll of foil in place. It makes it much easier to unroll a sheet and tear it off, solving one of the... So, you know, when you open the... You know when you get a box of aluminum foil, whether you're cooking with it, whether you're trying to fold it up and smoke meth, whatever you're using foil for, crack, right? Either way, I used to pull it, and I'd be like, why don't they have a roller in here? How come there's no roller, right? I would just open the box and start pulling it, and it would piss me off. So there's tabs on the side. When you push it in with your thumb, it catches the little roller. Didn't know that. So it doesn't. So this all came up to me today because I was sitting around while I was programming. When you program a database, it's boring as shit. Trust me. It's the most boring thing an active mind can do because you're just putting in like one zero this category. This extra category, more categories, trying to get a program to run right. <clears throat> so I, I always have this other thing like spinning in the back of my mind. And that's what I was thinking about all day. Like, I wonder how much dumb stuff that I really don't know about that's useful, practical. Did you know this? I was riding in a Uber the other day, too. And this is something I did know, and I couldn't believe this guy didn't know this. So when you're riding down the road, you have to look at road signs, obviously. If you don't know where you're going, back in the day, we didn't have GPS. You had to either get a map or, you know, like look at road signs. There's thousands of them on the highway. But when you need to make an exit, there's a helpful tip that'll always make things easier. If the sign for your destination is on the left then your exit will be on the left if the actual sign is on the left. Not the arrows and not what you're reading and not all this other stuff. If the sign itself is on the left, your exit's on the left. If the sign is on the right, it's on the right. right? And I was trying to tell this guy this, man, in the Uber car. I was like, look, <clears throat> he's like, well, I'm confused. I don't know if I'm supposed to turn right or left. And I said, well, I said, you see that big green sign up there like the, and the, the, when I talk, it sounds like I'm talking down to the guy, but I was trying to just make it simple for him. I said, you see that big green sign on the left? They put it over there on the left side, all the way on the left for a reason, because you're supposed to be on the left, not just because it says left lane or has an arrow, but they actually put it over there for a reason. So, I'm getting to a point here. There's so many people like in this spiritual community right now, including myself, that we're all working on like our psychology and our ascension and, you know, trying to better ourselves and trying to, uh, trying to, uh, I don't know, be the next guru or whatever it is, which only, that, that only really matters to yourself anyways and, and nobody else, but it's prevalent, right? It's like, it's all over the internet. And most of us lack, just to be honest with you, most of us lack normal common sense. 
And the reason why we're not aware of what is going on unconsciously is because it's the unconscious. I was going to make an affiliate link and try to get a little support for the station with this, but I, I really think that you guys should get this program. It's phenomenal. So Mind and Magic, my buddy Freighter Xavier, <clears throat> and I'll make an affiliate link later and maybe you guys can use it if you want to, has got a new program out. Because sometimes we need help. We need help to get to the unconscious. We just do, man. We like, no matter how many times people tell us, hey man, you're doing the same thing over and over again. <clears throat> or you keep attracting the same thing over and over again. Or you keep doing this over and over and over and over again. And you go to therapy and you do all kinds of stuff and you just keep doing it. So how do you make it stop? What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's sad and it's frustrating and it keeps us from being happy. Well, he's got a program out. The Divine Mind, Mastering the Subconscious. And uh, I'll tell you what, before you go buy it, during the top of the hour here, I'll see if I can get like a a discount on it because right now I know it retails at uh, thirty six dollars, and I know you've already got your ticket to the Fringe Fest, so I know things are running kind of tight for you. But it's important that we know how to program ourselves, right? If you can hack your own subconscious programming, which is essentially a big part of uh, uh, transcendental magic, is what you're doing when you do your symbolic ritual every day. But it's, it also helps you to uh, get through to people in a different way too. Now, let me tell you what his copy says, and this is probably going to make the darkest people in the room make your mouth water, but it's true. He said, so what if you can hack the, uh, the subconscious programming? What if you, get, you could get people to do what you want them to do without even being aware of it? What if you could reprogram yourself for success instead of the same old mediocre results? Now, this is, this is copy, right? And I don't know why he needed that point because it should just be enough if you're intelligent to say, man, I wish I could do this. I wish I could uh, master my unconscious. But I, I previewed this thing. And so the... You have to understand the subconscious mind literally runs every aspect of your life. And the majority of the results that you get in your life are happening through this thing that you're not even aware of. So most of the stuff that you're telling yourself that you're in control of and that you're aware of and all the stuff that you think you're, you, 
you know is more the illusion than the reality. We're all puppets to this thing that we call the unconscious or the subconscious. And it's bad enough that we're puppets to our own unconscious and subconscious, but when we start to become, and this is what I'm going to talk about with karma tonight, when we start to become puppets to other people's unconscious and subconscious programming, then it becomes a real problem. So we get in these karmic circles and cycles and attachments with people. But it would be nice, right, to control all of the things that you don't consciously have to think about. Like breathing. Digesting your food. Your heartbeat. This machine controls much more than just bodily processes. It, it controls the results that you're getting in your life. I don't, I don't really like this whole shiny object syndrome and let's just buy the next course or whatever and that, this is really good information though most people in life are either they're programmed to succeed or fail they're programmed to keep doing the same things over and over and over again and we can talk about it all day long but talking doesn't do shit like we have to get past the talking Now you can get this book that that I tell you guys about all the time, but it's gonna you're gonna go through a pretty massive spiritual adventure, which is uh, Kabbalah magic and the great work of self transformation. Sorry, I thought I was on camera, but I wasn't. I was sitting there fading that thing back and forth. Um, but I think this would help not just me. Like I needed this bad, but I think this would help everybody. This program called the Divine Mind that he created, and it's kind of like some of the program stuff that I that I create, which is audio programs, but mine are more like guided stuff. This is this is a really cool class, right? So it's going to teach you about the subconscious mind, what it actually is, and how it controls every aspect of our life. Why do some people seem to live a charmed life, and they get all this attention, and everybody loves them, and blah 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 blah. And I don't get to be loved, and then your unconscious programs want you to go hurt those people for some reason. And then when people say, damn, you're an evil bastard, like you don't even know why you're doing it. Yes, those people exist. To help understand like what praxis is, and how to actually link ourselves to the, our higher self, which you really have to ask this question like to yourself, um... What really makes you happy? Forget forget everything and everybody else. All their rules, life's rules, what your mom thinks, what your daddy thinks, what your friends think. Forget all that. Like, what actually makes you happy and why, why aren't you there? We all should ask that question every day. If we're not, and your habits, ooh, these are the, these are the things that we all have. I was thinking about that. Not only do I not pay attention to the simplest things, well, I was thinking about karma today, but how come some of these habits are so damn hard to rid ourselves of? And do these affirmations like really work? How powerful is hypnosis? I believe in hypnosis, by the way. And then how does all this kind of like weave into magic? 
We'll get into more of this uh, stuff about karma, the unconscious, and more stuff. I'd like to tell you stories. I think I can relate better if I tell you some of the dumb things I've done and continue to do. <clears throat> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, it's top of the hour. Damn it. I'm going to get out of here. We'll be right back. Yeah, isn't that weird? It started freaking me out, too, when I did that. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, if you're listening on the app or if you're listening on uh, Mix, I was like, man, what the hell? Like, it slowed down and started just making some kind of weird noise, and I thought, I thought my brain was messed up. But I realized, oh, okay, this is that stretch whatever the hell that stretch tool is they have in radio where things stretch come back I'm Joe Roop, this is Lighting the Void here part of the Fringe Late Night on the Fringe FM and tonight I wanted to talk about karma and I just thought I'd start it off with something a little fun you know, and talk about the uh, stupid stuff that we don't pay attention to and uh, if you guys want to, by the way like if you guys want to watch a really good movie, I'm talking about a killer movie you should watch Bullet Train on Netflix and uh, Clerks 3. I started crying like a baby watching that. It's a good movie. So what is karma? In Hinduism, there's there's karma is pretty much the same thing as the hermetic law of like cause and effect. But it's the sum of a person's actions, and this is the definition, which is the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence. So you have to believe in a past life, number one, which is something that some people believe in. I'm, I'm not concerned about your beliefs, by the way. I respect whatever you believe, but I just think it's a cool concept. So this is what, according to Hindu Hinduism and Buddhism, this is what decides our fate, our fate of our current life and future existences as well. Destiny or fate following as the uh, effect from cause. It's also uh, defined as the force generated by a person's actions that's held in Hinduism and Buddhism to perpetuate transmigration and its ethical consequences to determine the nature of the person's next existence. So most of us are focused on this current existence, which is good. And you get into this, they have the, there's like three types of karma. There's the parabda, uh, para, parabda, is that how you say it? Sanchita and the Kriyamana or Agami. The Sanchita is like the sum of your past karmas and the Agami is the result of the current, your current decisions and actions. The ripple effect based on your current decision and actions and especially the ripple effect based upon how you treat other people. And I, I can tell you what my biggest thing is, is when I feel slighted or really when I get, when someone's done me wrong, that usually, hey Dad, your prescription oh shit, will be hold ready. on, that Just scared the hell out of me. Usually hey Dad, I can uh, forgive them and then the, I, I try to learn the spirit of forgiveness just like in that movie. What was the name of that movie that, that we watched? Um, yeah, damn it. I can't think of it now. 
But it was the movie where the, the girl went into the house and did the whole Abramel and the mage ritual. And then she uh, met her holy guardian angel. And her whole thing was to meet her angel to learn forgiveness. True forgiveness is when someone treats you like shit or really hurts you. Like in the worst kind of way. And you're still able to forgive them. But it's, it's really not for them. It's so you can move on with your life. I'm not really good with that like when people really I think I get angry at myself for being an idiot but when people really keep doing the same thing to you over and over and over again what happens is is you get angry or you get resentful and then once you get resentful and once you get angry that person becomes your master and this is something that John Anthony West was talking to me about before he when he came on the show before he passed away is one of the biggest things he said but he got that from Gurdjieff and Gurdjieff got that from Marcus Aurelius or vice versa. But so we, so we have all this stuff where we're blaming people or another person when we hate people or when you hear people's criticisms. Well, I'll tell you just what Marcus Aurelius says, right? He says, when another blames you or hates you or people voice similar criticisms Go to their souls, penetrate inside, and see what sort of people they are. You, you realize that there's no need to be racked with anxiety that they should hold any particular opinion about you. Now, Marcus Aurelius was in his meditations. He would meditate on all these quotes, right? And he kept these things in his journal, and he was one of the world's greatest emperors. But he had to do this to his unconscious every day. Every day, he knew his own nature. And that's the first thing that we got to realize. Like, he knew his own nature. He had to keep reminding himself of all of these principles. Otherwise, his unconscious patterns would take over. So if you ever get into the sense of, like, victimhood, right? He says to reject your sense of injury and the injury itself disappears. And all of these things are blessings. Like each and every quote, I wonder where he got these from. If he got them or he learned them from somewhere else. But when I started studying, like, okay, so how do we break this karma thing? We talk about these patterns all the time with the moon and stuff. When Mary comes on, she does the new moon here and the full moon with uh, Nicole. And if anybody can see these uh, karmic patterns, the astrologers can. They, can. they just see people stuck inside these wheels doing the same things over and over and over again. I can't help but read his quotes. He says, I often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than on the other opinion of others. In other words, it's in our nature, it's in human nature for us to be self-focused, and yet we value the opinion of everybody else more than we value our own opinion of ourselves. It doesn't make any sense. So when you start to look at what Marcus Aurelius was talking about, the things that we do just as in our nature, they set us into like uh, patterns that, that bring 
karma into our lives. Like we create this stuff. It's because we don't take the time to really look at the programs that are inside of us. We don't listen to what's inside of us. I know I don't a lot. Like I'll get intuitive thoughts about things or feelings about things. But I will look outside to, to validate the truth instead of knowing the truth inside of me. And you've been given tools to know those things. We just don't know how to use them yet. So the idea of clearing our karma, according to the Hindus, was to be grateful for every experience, both good and bad. In other words, no matter how much you're hurt or how bad of an experience you have or how much someone... <coughs> and I'm, the reason I'm talking about this is because I just... When I've been going through the craziest stuff I've ever been through in my life when it comes to just unconscious pain that I feel like people have caused caused me, you know. But really, you cause it yourself. So, um, so you have to be grateful for every experience, both good and bad. And Marcus Aurelius talked about that too. It's not about focusing on the injury. Look what this person did to me. It's really about like how much of a blessing it is for you to carry this burden effectively. Are you able to act with love no matter how much someone tries to hurt you? Like, do we check our motives? Are they really coming from a place of love? <clears throat> or whatever our ideas of love are? Or is it a, coming from a place of love for self? more than it is others and these are simple things man these are like simple things and it doesn't happen you ever notice that like even in the spiritual world that everybody's like claiming to be really spiritual all it, like do you experience a lot of gratefulness around you all the time when it comes to the mob and the mob according to Aurelius isn't like the mob at the Colosseum it's everything out the public outside of you do you see people or do you yourself act with love towards everyone no matter what they've done to you I don't I get pissed when people stab me in the back I value things that I grew up with. It's more about the way people treat you when they're not around you than when they're in your face. Anybody can be nice to you when they're around you. That's the easy part. Do we like constantly check our mood, our motives and make sure they come from a place of love? Or is it just self-love? And don't get me wrong. Self-love is a good thing. If you haven't learned to love yourself, you shouldn't be out moving in the world. And that's another thing, too. Like, I don't think, I think once you get beat up enough in life, you have to ask yourself, damn, man, like, am I loving myself enough to allow this? So it's really like gratefulness, acting with love, checking your motives, watching your attitude and being able to forgive. We can put the tarot down. We can put astrology down. We can put all these fancy colorful tools down and just ask these like five things I've been I'm, I feel like I've been toyed with in every kind of way 
and I'm sure if you've lived to be 40 or, or older, you've probably experienced some of that in your life where you feel like this guy that just moved here, man, he was, seems like a lot of people's lives are changing. I think it has something to do with that moon, but this other guy that just moved here, man, like he's stressed and freaking out because he had a friend that he was friends with for eight years and he helped a guy. He, I don't want to get too much in his business, but I felt bad for him because he's telling the story like he helped this guy uh, have a have eye surgery. He loaned him money like left and right, was friends with him for eight years. Eight years is a long time to know somebody, regardless if they're your best friend or whoever. And then the, the dude just turned on him. That's hard to swallow. But if we, uh, but if we like look at how Marcus Aurelius lived his life, and if we study what the Hindus and the Buddhists are talking about when it comes to karma, and if we really try to understand the power of our subconscious, you can start to see a pattern of how easy it is to be uh, happy and fulfilled and at peace in just about every circumstance in your life. There's something inside of us, I think, for the most part, that we've been programmed to like crave more, desire more, want more, whether it's energy, time, attention, or whatever. <clears throat> most people complain about how much time we don't have. You know, we just... God, there's not enough time in the day, and I do it too, man. I feel like time's just flying by all the time. Like, what day is it? I didn't even know. Is it Wednesday? Like, that's how fast it seems like it's going. I just don't have enough time to get all this stuff done. And yet, if you really had someone observe your day, have you ever asked yourself, like, how much time are you wasting? Our unconscious is programmed just about everything around us, good and bad, that we think that we don't, that we think is happening to us, like in a victim kind of way, you know. But our consciousness does this weird thing where I think it filters, it has like this filtering effect. And it purposefully prevents us from programming the unconscious. It allows us not to even see it or know it's there. I gotta change this light before my neighbors come over and start interrupting me. I told them if the red light was on, I was on the air. Now I can't change the damn thing. There we go. So I was listening to uh, Enlightenment Radio, which comes on here Sunday nights, and the, it, it makes you wonder: like, was Jesus and all these people were they just talking about? Are they talking about karma? Is that what they're really talking about? Like, just overcoming your karma so that you don't die a second death, or so to speak, or whatever. And I feel like lately, no matter what I do, <clears throat> just just this is my stuff, that everybody just wants 
your attention in some kind of way. And I don't mean in a way where it's like you're famous or any of that ego shit. I just mean it's like even walking down the street. I've been, I, it's so crazy. I've been dealing with this thing where it's like people want more of you all the time. And it makes me feel like an asshole. It could be the same four or five people. It doesn't have to be a hundred or 20. It just feels that way to me. And I find myself ducking and hiding and getting in the corners and shutting the door and trying to run away all the time because I can't, it feels like it's driving me crazy. And it isn't anything. They don't want me uh, for any reason other than to better their circumstance. Either to feel better, and this is what I've realized about all of our natures, including mine, either to feel better, to have more, to feel safer, to be validated, or pleasure. When you start to feel like that's all you are, to people it doesn't feel good hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just telling you. It doesn't feel good at all. And I think we all do this to each other. Like. Most people just want to be genuinely loved. That's it. Just they want to, you know, they just want to be safe, man. They just want to be safe and, and feel loved. That's it. There are some people that want more than that. But to get, why is something so simple seem like people are just out? It's crazy. Like people are just out to suck all of your energy and time. They need a, more validation than you and five other people can give them. They can't stand the thought that you have something that you are focused on other than them. It's, it baffles me. You know, I, when, when, when stuff like this happens to me, man, like, I feel like I did this. I had to have done this to somebody, either in this life or the past life or something, or a month ago or something, because I'm experiencing this. That means I've, because I believe in the whole, you know, Kabbalistic justice thing. I've had to have done this to somebody. And then the, even the damn cat, the cat comes in here. Like, I have to shut the door now. I feel bad, but like, she just wants more than what. It doesn't matter where she's sitting. What? What? It doesn't matter if she's sitting on your lap or you're holding the cat. It doesn't matter if she's up on your shoulder. If she's, she always wants more. Something's not satisfying her. And I've been dealing with this energy for a while years now and if you say anything about it you end up hurting somebody's feelings 
this is what's got me thinking about karma. Because I feel like just snapping on people sometimes, man. And I do, actually. I have been lately. Which is bad, I know. But I started listening to this uh, program today. Damn it, it's the bottom of the hour. While working on this database, because this database and this radio system, there's just tagging all the music and the, and um, scheduling stuff for months and all these different things so I could so the host can have this stuff. It's like, it is mind-numbing. It's so boring. So I thought, well, I'll just listen to this in the background. And I think this is the best program, other than the protection one, that Freder Xavier's done. You should go check it out at mindandmagic.com. It's called The Divine Mind. Also, go check out thefringefest.com. And buy your $5 ticket to the New Year's Eve event. I want to see you guys there. And I also want to see you guys. Some of you already know that I'm going to see you at the event um, in February. And it's coming fast, too, at Magic uh, on the Mountain. Contactatthecabin.com. Be there. All right. We got it's Yeah, it's the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. All right. Make sure I got this. There we go. And you guys, it's full moon. Anytime there's a full moon and and you want to like hear me just flop around on the air, that's probably when to do it. Yeah, it's been a crazy night for sure. So, uh, I, anyways, yeah, go check that uh, program out, The Divine Mind, by Freighter uh, Xavier at mindandmagic.com. I usually have a link, but I don't have it right now. I don't care. I, th- I think it's worth it. So um, I'm just going to like stop beating around the bush here and just tell you why in the hell I even started thinking about like karma and stuff like that. Because I keep finding myself in the same situation, right? The same, the same situation, whether it's colleagues romantically or uh, even spiritually, Again, so the situation is is like you met when you're we all have the ability to manifest and then we get all pissed because what we manifest doesn't turn out the way that we thought it was going to and it just happens that's just the way it works but for the most part but that happens because of our karma and our and that what we're not really in control when it comes to our unconscious so I'm a big I'm a big romantic man. I'm a fan of love, and I'm I will always uh, like be doing this media thing and always following my heart. Like I can't help it. I'll go crazy if I don't. But what it, the lessons that I've learned have been like in this whole journey have been immaculately like it, it, painful in ways that I'm sure you've all experienced, but in ways that I can't even fathom to understand just how people can do certain things just how they can do them like and i've gotten to the point where i i just flip out because i can't understand it i'm not talking about like murder which is something i can't understand i'm not talking about um you know robbing thieving stealing things like that i can't understand that either but of course, we've all probably shoplifted once or twice in our life, maybe, just to see what the big fuss was about. 
we're doing drugs and all this other like that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about purposefully trying to hurt people on a soul level and not giving a shit or either because we're so hurt that we want to hurt somebody else that's, that pisses me off. It makes me want to fight for some reason. It's like little hurt bullies running around all over the place just can't wait to hurt people. Either because they want your energy or they want something that you have that they feel like either they don't have or they're jealous about or, or something. And it's stupid because we all have, we all have what, if we admire something in somebody, nine times out of ten that means we deep down we have that thing that we admire or else we wouldn't be seeing it or attracted to it it's inside of us we just it's just beyond me how people past the age of six years old will do certain things in spite of other people like just to hurt them and then when they're hurt or they're at their lowest or whatever it is they poke fun of them. They try to get them all riled up. You got to ask yourself, like, why would a person even do that to begin with? Why do people do that to begin with? So, from the time I was young, I witnessed this happen to my, I witnessed this happen to my father when I was young, but my father would play, like, his victimhood would be a, um, he never would get over things. There's things that have hurt him that were 40 years ago that he still heard about. He just hadn't moved on. But he's a Pisces, right? And Pisces people, man, like they, they hurt pretty, like really deep, you know. But the one thing that hurts me the most is, is like betrayal, backstabbing, betrayal. And cheating hurts everybody, right? Let's just get to down to the point. This is a big karmic thing that we're dealing with here, which is on a soul level, a lot of us are working this out, and this, this keeps happening. For as spiritual as everybody claims to be on the Internet nowadays, there's all this damn, like, nasty sexual energy and cheating and pain going on on multiple levels. It's happening so much that right now as we speak, there's a massive percentage of people hurting other people for their own gain, for their own pleasure, or because they want to hurt somebody else. You know, and I even had somebody admit this to me once. I just, was, I just decided I wanted to hurt you before you hurt me. And you feel like a, an idiot. You just feel like an idiot. Because... You believed what a person told you about how they felt about you or what they said or whatever. And it just feels, it feels, it's not even like the ultimate betrayal. It feels like your, your soul's being ripped inside out. And then you realize that's what they wanted you to feel. Or they weren't even thinking about you at all. And then... As you start to wake up and realize that, that that needed to happen to you and it needed to happen to you so much and it needed to be so painful and it needed to keep repeating itself until you stopped 
playing the victim and learn to love yourself and love that person for the pain that they're in and let them go and forgive them. But I've gotten to the point where people don't even want to do that now. They're upset because, and they will be when you do this too, they're upset because you want to move on. You don't want to deal with that kind of stuff anymore. You just want what everybody else wants. You just want to be genuinely loved and cared about. And if you're listening to this and you say you don't, you're lying to yourself unless you're a, a fucking alien or a, or a one of those uh, people that, what do you call them? What do you guys call them? Uh, people that walk around no souls, unless you're one of those things. But sometimes you have to experience the deepest like there's there's lots of kinds of different pain that you get to experience in your life that, that make you want to cry victim and uh, you know talk about your injuries. Me, I just get angry. I get angry because I feel like I've wasted my time or I'm more pissed at myself because there's something that I missed karmically. All right, there's something I missed or something I didn't take care of. Um. Because it just seems so simple, doesn't it? Just to be honest with people, to not want to hurt them, to not want to hurt yourself, to do things in, in an act of love towards other people. It seems really, really simple. To check your motives, right? Like, what's your motive? When you're doing business, when you're in a relationship, when you're a friend, whatever you're doing, like, what's your motive with this person? And the weirdest thing is, is, and I've seen this happen to a couple of friends of mine, one that I used to live by in New York. No matter how pure and loving you are towards another person, and it, it, everybody is in the beginning, right? But no matter how let's just say loyal and devoted or loving you are towards a person. If that person has, has pain that they haven't dealt with, they're going to hurt you. It's a fact. It's a fact. And knowing this, when you fear, when you realize this, that people are going to hurt you, there is no safe place to go. Anybody that tells you that they love you, they trust you, they're going to be there for you or whatever, they're going to hurt you. You're, you're, I know this sounds dark and all, but just hear me out. First, your family will hurt you. Your first love of your life ends up hurting you. This is where all our deepest trauma comes from. Later on, in life, you might have another big one, maybe three, if you're super lucky. These people will hurt you. Your family will hurt you. And then when you get older, your children will hurt you. They'll break your heart. So all through life, a lot of us carry this, like, uh, victim mentality. And even when you rise above that, and you say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, play the victim I'm going to uh, realize that it's just human nature that people hurt each other sometimes and try to grow and forgive and move on and then when you do that 
then people take advantage of you because they think you're weak, right? So there's it's a no-win situation. It's almost like you have to play their game. You hear what I'm saying? This is what happens when you do everything based on uh, what's outside of you. I need other people to validate me. I need other people to uh, agree with me. I need other people to like me. I care about what everybody thinks. I care about, like, this is how we end up in this situation. You can care about and love other people without really putting too much investment into their viewpoints about who you are. And the best thing you can tell somebody is when they start talking crap about you or whatever, is just say, you know, they're they're only talking about <laughs> I got this from Marcus Aurelius. I've been reading a lot of him, him his stuff lately. The only reason why they're talking about those faults is because they they're just not aware of all my other faults, right? This is where you have to get in alignment with yourself. Because if you're always looking outside of yourself, you're just creating mounds and mounds of karma for you, according to uh, the Hindus and according to this teaching. The more we look outside ourselves for validation, the more we try to define who we are based on the things that are outside of us, the more karma we're creating, not just for us, but for our family and everybody to follow. The more you walk in your truth based on whatever the outside world is telling you. And if you read Michael Newton's book, and if you've probably some of you have experienced this too, the people that you feel like should be the most loyal to you are actually here to karmically fuck you up. That includes your family. That includes your children. That includes people you think that shouldn't do those things that you've given your undying devotion to. They're here to fuck you up and they're here to that's part of their purpose when it comes to your story but they have their own story too where they're creating more karma for themselves and this is like this is the first these are the first heartaches you experience as you grow spiritually right this is like the whole story if you want to see it the metaphors of it all all you have to do is just like read the story of christ when it came to family and friends and all this other stuff, like <clears throat> everything outside of him, everybody tried to force him to see things in this traditional way. And he was just just crazy dude that was doing everything different. And yet he showed everybody, you know, how to love everybody regardless. He didn't, he, he didn't get angry like I do. I get freaking pissed off. Like if you betray me at this point in my life and I find out about it, I'm going to shred you to pieces with my words. I'm not going to get violent with you, but I'm going to. And it's just because I'm at this point where, like, I'm moving past that, though. I just had to, I really got to get past it. Because the best thing you can do is embrace the fact that, that if somebody is doing these things to you, in a sense, they admire you enough to hurt you. That's all it is. And it isn't, some people, some people get pissed off just because you're at peace with yourself. No matter what they want to do, they want to hurt you. No matter, they just, they can't understand like how you could 
live the way you live or that you're at peace with yourself or that you don't want to be a part of the norm or I mean even some people can't imagine that you just want to be loved and you would never ever do some of the things that other people do naturally and now this Carl Jung thing the thing that we hate the most about somebody else he says is the thing that we should check ourselves about right which I have a little problem with that. Like, I mean, everybody treats Carl Jung as if he's like this amazing prophet. And don't get me wrong. He was an intelligent dude and, and taught us a lot of stuff, man. A lot when it comes to, you know, magic, the unconscious and everything. But I still have a little trouble with that shadow thing he talks about because I would never murder somebody. Never. Like, I know myself enough to know I, I might do it defending myself, but I would never just do that. I would never rape somebody. Never. Ever. I wouldn't, I'm, I, I think sometimes I feel weak as a person just because I would never even cheat on somebody. I've never cheated on anybody in my entire life, ever. And there was a moment in my life where I thought, damn, man, like I'm weak. If I was strong and more normal, I would hurt people. I would betray them and cheat on them and lie to them, you know, like I must be weak. And then I woke up from that. And I got to thinking about karma, right? So... And a lot of synchronicity started to happen and after I started thinking about that. Why am I wasting my time trying to figure out what, it's, what it is to be a good man when I can just be one? Why do I care? Marcus Aurelius said that. These are some of the best meditations I've ever read in my life. And I, if you don't go get that program and if you're struggling with... with Right now, as many people as I keep talking to, I don't think I'm the only one. If you're struggling with any kind of pain or betrayal, or if someone's tortured your very being for a long time, whatever pain, anxiety, depression, betrayal, loss, whatever it is, you have to see it as a blessing. Something is trying to see how you're going to carry that load. Or if you're going to make it a load on yourself at all, if it's going to change you in a bad way. There's some kind of weird, dark, gooey energy that wants to change you in a bad way. And the more you become yourself and the more, and some of you, I've paid it, like some of you that I've talked to a long time ago, like that listened to the show, that used to listen to the show, you're, you're so self-conscious that you didn't even, you you didn't even want to speak and now I hear you talking and you're moving with confidence in such a great way simply because you expressed yourself without care and I think that's great. You got to keep doing that. But you'll start finding out the more true that you become to yourself, the more uh, of these like hornets or these little scaby type energy things are going to come around and try to torture you for it which is the cross we all have to bear, right? They're going to torture you. 
for being at peace with who you are despite everything and everybody else. And you have to see it as a blessing and nothing else. And just like in the void, every time I talk about this stuff to you guys and I go on my little rants on this full moon rant, it's not because I'm trying to teach you something. It's because this is what I'm learning. It's better. It's better to take every single thing that hurts you, that burdens you, and see it as a blessing so that you can bear it in an honorable way than it is to ever play the victim. Ever. And I think once you learn that lesson, that's when all the good shit starts coming in your life. All of it. it I think that's the barrier. It just wants to see how much you can take and still be as awesome as you are. All right. TheFringeFest.com. Get your $5 ticket. Go check out Mind and Magic's uh, new program. I love you guys. I don't know why this isn't working, but good night, y'all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.